Welcome back to Inside TBT. Great episode today talking about the 2016 TBT. Crazy year. All right, Overseas Elite won their second of four consecutive championships as they defeated Team Colorado and Kyle Fogg would win his first of two consecutive MVPs. And one of the biggest moments of the whole tournament was when the Jackson underdogs, the number 16 seed, upset the number one seed, the Bluegrass Boys, which was Kentucky alumni, a bunch of pro players against, well, a bunch of non-pro players and the Jackson underdogs. You got to hear this story. And we amplify that on this episode by hearing from Anthony Sampson and Juwan Long, who are both on the Jackson, Tennessee underdogs. Great stories from them. You'll definitely enjoy their interviews. They operate with the ultimate chip on their shoulder mentalities. Before we get to those interviews, though, I want to tell you a little bit about some TBTers around the world. Let's start with Desi Washington, played with Peacock Nation last year, currently playing in Hungary, averaging 9.1 points per game, 4.6 rebounds per game, and 6.5 assists per game. Popped off the other night for a 31-5-6 and game. Desi Washington, he's been hot. Scotty James played with Florida TNT last summer. He's playing in China, averaging a strong 16.5 points per game and nine rebounds per game. He had 29 points while grabbing 15 rebounds the other day, and he also added three assists. Omari Spellman, a name you know, played for Eberline Drive last year. He's averaging 19 and 10 in South Korea. He had 29 points and grabbed 17 rebounds in a game recently. He also added four assists, one block, and two steals. A very, very, very underrated player who has spent time in the NBA. Jordan Crawford from the money team who's playing in Turkey. He dropped 36 3 and 3 while knocking down six out of 10 threes the other day. He is one of the smallest basketball players you'll find, but he is aggressive. He is tough. He is a difference maker. What a fun guy to watch. And then Jacobin Brown, who played for Americana for autism. Of course, they lost in the championship game. He had 32 points, six rebounds, eight assists, and eight of eight on free throws. If you follow with our social media, at the tournament, you've seen he screams, that's off on every free throw, and he rarely misses. So him going eight for eight from the line is no surprise. That's just a little info on what's going on with TBT around the world. Make sure you're staying up to date on Inside TBT's Instagram, Twitter. Make sure you're following at the tournament for tons and tons and tons of updates, news, etc. We're constantly dropping news, constantly dropping details about this year's tournament, you can learn more about the soccer tournament. Social media is the key here. You want to be on all the TBT social accounts. Let's get to those interviews with Anthony Sampson and Juwan Long right now. All right, joining me now, Anthony Sampson from Jackson, Tennessee, Underdogs, a part of two of the biggest upsets in basketball history. Anthony, welcome to the show. Appreciate you for Absolutely, man. So we're going to talk about all the Jackson, Tennessee underdog upsets. You know, how you guys are the first team to ever upset a one seed as a 16 seed. 
But before we get to that, you know, would love to hear how the team was created, who the team is made up of. You know, I know that it's two rival high schools, you know, joined together. But if you could give the rundown, that would be fantastic. Yeah, that's that's part of the rundown. But I know, like, uh, of course, the the guys that we started out with with Chris Cole, Jeremy Weldon, Mike Ward, them guys. Uh, you know, we were always playing little men's leagues and tournaments against them uh, when we first got out of college, and so um, we ended up playing in the tournament in Nashville for like it was like five or ten thousand, maybe something like that. And um, we we end up losing, but like I think a couple on was playing for another team, and we was playing with our own team. We put just slapped together, so we ended up <clears throat> we seen we of course playing throughout the year. We're like, hey man, let's let's link up, go to Nashville, win the tournament down there, and uh, we end up linking up down there, and you know we end up playing good down there. We don't we won it down there, and. Um, you know, pretty much the rest was history. We just, we was looking for, we was thirsty for basketball after that because we just seen how we start clicking. So we were looking for any and whatever tournament to play in. That, that's awesome. Um, you know, the story goes that you played a Kentucky alumni team who was the one seed in your first ever TBT game. They had a bunch of pro ballers. You guys were not pro ballers at the time. Can you talk a little bit about what the jobs and occupations were of, of your teammates? Man, we was truck drivers, delivery drivers, uh, insurance agents, bankers. Like, we might have one pro player, a guy that played pro maybe. But, uh, man, we, we went out there and... Of course, we, we do it for the love of the game. And it's like, you know, we went out there against them, and we we just knew, like, it, it wasn't no doubt in our mind, like, we was finna win. You know, of course, it's Kentucky, and it's like, yeah, they could probably turn it up a notch and make us worry. But, like, you know, we it, they, they was nothing we never seen before because it wasn't like we was playing in a lot of low-level tournaments or anything like that. So when we seen them and, you know, they look at us and they just coming out like, we Kentucky, we roll the balls out, they going to lay down. Like, nah, that ain't, it ain't what that, that is. That's great. Um, so obviously you guys, you know, we say you're the first 16 seed to ever beat a one seed in, in organized, legit tournament basketball. When you hear that UMBC is the first team to do it, what do you think? I just chuckle a little bit. Like, I guess somebody ain't watching the TBT because we did it first. That's great. That's that's a great, great answer right there. Why do you think you guys are able to succeed? I mean, you yourself, you're you're five three, five four. You're an undersized, definitely undersized point guard. Why do you think you and your team? have time and time again been able to win games and upset higher seats. Well, well, when you when you get enough guys that, that just want to win and uh, they got IQ, you know, they don't really care about scoring or the numbers. Like, if, if you're really that good, that's going to that's gonna come throughout the Florida game. Somebody's going to see what you can do, no matter if you have 10 or 25. But uh, the main thing, though, is just going out there, playing together. And, and if you got enough guys – with IQ, that's gonna that's probably gonna trump a 
team full of talent that just out there playing for numbers any day of the week. Def- definitely. So you guys played in that tournament. You won some games. You upset the one seed. You know, fast forward a few years, you guys made another run, you know, final 16, final eight, et cetera. Fast forward another two years, all of a sudden you guys are a 15 seed again playing right. two-seed House of Pain in basically a road game. I mean, what were you thinking when you saw, again, you were a 15 seed? I was I was thinking, because, you know, like they had, you know, they had a couple big-name players, I, I remember, and uh, then it was at their place, and I just, I kind of felt like we was, you know, we might have been up against something a little different from usual because, you know, they packed, you know, they brought a crowd and then went, you know, when I got out, when I got out there, when the team got out there, it just, we weren't worried about it. It's just like, we finna go out here and beat them. And which that, they was a legit team, but, you know, when them, when that ball go up in the air, it ain't no, it ain't no land down now. You in the fire, so you got to fight now. So now TBT is eight regional locations, which means the one seed plays the eight seed. How do you feel that not only were you the first to do it, but it may never happen again with the format of TBT? Yeah. Um, talking about with the, uh, the eight regions? Yeah, with the t- with the eight regions, you know, instead of four, there's no 16 seed. There's only eight seeds. Yeah. yeah um, I, don't, I don't know. You know, it's like we did it, and I feel like, it might be the only time that it do happen as far as like cause it's very rare because usually when they when people usually pick a 16 and then they have a one is it's usually gonna the one talent level is just gonna overwhelm what the 16 brings and um and that's probably what where where it probably would be hard to ever happen again that's why you you rarely see it but an eight and a one you make it you make it sneak some in right there because you got, you know, you got teams that could easily be misplaced when you got eight teams right there like that. But I, I just, it, it, I don't see it pretty much happening as often. I mean, I can see it with the one that eights happening more often, a little more often, but not, not as often. So. so you're still out there. You're still playing. We know that Jackson, Tennessee underdogs are not going anywhere. You know, you're, we, we talked about you being undersized. You're undersized in every matchup you have. What What's Anthony Sampson telling himself in the mirror before before a matchup with Kentucky <laughs> alumni, before a matchup with, you know, uh, Jacob Young on Oregon, who just played in March Band? Yes. What are you telling yourself? Uh, a lot of times I don't, I don't think about it, but it's funny. Like when, when I'm kind of laughing with my teammates and stuff, they be like, you know, they, when they do talk about my side, I'm like, really I'm six feet. Cause if I'm looking at a player and he's six feet, I'm thinking he's too small, <laughs> you know, cause six feet, like you about my size. I'm, I'm uh, a little more athletic than people think. And, um, and they're like, you six feet. It's like, yeah, you, you too little, man. Like, <laughs> But yeah, that that's really my mindset. But other than that, like my mindset is like, you come out here thinking it's sweet, like <laughs> you gonna be in trouble. We we put up a video of you basically saying like, hey, this this smaller dude, he will still get buckets, he will still get rebounds. And the coolest thing about it was your son commented, "That's my dad." 
How cool was that for you to see man, your son excited about that video? Man, out of out of everything that uh, that come with it, like that's probably the thing that, that touched me the most is my, you know, my son watching him play, uh, and he do he do everything I do, but but better. Like he he can shoot, he can drive, he can play defense, and and like I know like back when we first started, you know. He was the little kid, the little tag along running around on our bench, and uh, I know he was in one of uh, one of my best friends Antoine videos, like uh, underdog, let's go, like so he and y'all put him in there, so he been a part of this too, like he actually uh, actually seeing like a lot of the players to come through, the pro players, seeing how people uh, warm up, cause he actually pay attention to that stuff, so. Uh, yeah, as a dad, like, I like that he pick up a lot of stuff for me, but uh, it's like when he watching those other pro players and how they uh, prepare to play a game, and, and he, he take that stuff from them, and he do stuff, and I be like, man, I can do that. I don't do stuff like that. Like, so he picking it up from somewhere, so it, it's like TBT was definitely part of that because it was he was very up close and personal with a lot of players and he knew a lot of players. He, he knew a lot of them too. I got, I got two final questions for you. The first one is, you know, can you give me a few NBA players that you think play with the Jackson, Tennessee underdogs mentality where no matter who they're playing against, they're the best player on the court. Oh, to about the player, the best player, the mentality, the players with the mentality. With an underdog mentality, man. I a lot of people don't like this, but but I love Patrick Beverly mentality. I love I love it because I I just feel like him, Chris Paul, uh, Rondo. Uh, I'm trying not to give too many flashy obvious ones, but I, I like Ja a lot. Of course, one of our players got ties to him at Murray State. Um, uh, just just. Just the players that make winning plays, PJ Tucker, Jimmy Butler, like guys like that that just play to win. Like they can have ten points or twenty points, and and the impact is still the same on the game. That's so. a great answer. My my last question for you, and I asked Juan the same thing. You know, if you could give a a message to the world, a message to the people about Jackson, Tennessee underdogs, what would it be? Oh, a message about Jackson, Tennessee. Uh, let me see. Rem like, remember, like, you gonna, like, one thing about Jackson, like, we, we the little town outside of Memphis where, like, and I feel like, like, Jackson is a, a mecca of basketball in Tennessee. Like, you see our teams in state state tournaments every year. We got a lot of players to come out of here. Like, yeah, Memphis, if you ask people, yeah, that's that's the Mecca. But, like, outside of Memphis, you got Jackson. And, and we don't lay down and we don't bend over for nobody. Like, so, you know, we feel like we can match up with anybody. And this ain't just for the players that play for the underdogs. I'm, I'm talking about everybody out of Jackson, Tennessee, that play ball. Like, you know, they they deserve their respect, too. You know, I wish we can bring everybody that can play and people we respect to play with us, but it's just only so many spots that we could can, can have. But them them players that's in Jackson, y'all definitely get their respect from us also.
All right, well, Anthony Sampson, I appreciate you coming on. Excited for another underdogs run in TBT 2023, potentially. My guess is you guys will not be a 15 or a 16 seed. Uh, yeah, that's that's a that's a great guess. I hope I hope they you know the committee learned the lesson. Like if y'all want them teams to go far, like get us away from. Them. <laughs> All right, thanks, man. All right. All right, I'm here with Jawan Long from the Jackson, Tennessee underdogs. Definitely been underdogs many times in TBT, but I think it's safe to say they no longer are looked at as underdogs in TBT. Jawan, how we doing, man? I'm doing great. Just another day be alive, another day at work. That's good to hear. Before we jump into TBT stuff, what is work for you? What are you doing these days? Okay, so right now I'm a, a safety consultant, health and safety consultant. So uh, I consult for general contractors and construction and, uh, you know, I consult in general industry as well. Well, that's kind of a great transition into where we want to go with this with this interview and conversation. So you guys came onto the scene back in 2016 when you truly were the first real team to be a 16 seed to beat the one seed. I mean, I'll right. kind of let you take it from there. Just talk about the the lead up to that game, you know, what you guys were thinking about who you were playing and then and then the mm -hmm. actual game. Okay, so you know, leading up to us, uh, the underdogs playing um, UK alumni, I was actually a grad assistant at my school at the time, Murray State. So I was a grad assistant there. And so obviously Murray State and UK, you know, we hear a lot about UK uh, going to Murray State and everything. So uh, some of my players, they, they, you know, we talked about the – basketball tournament and everything. Uh, they kind of looked and seen who was on my team, and they just heard, you know, UK alumni. And some of my players were like, man, y'all about to get killed and all that type of stuff. So, you know, that was – but my teammates and I, we've been playing together since middle school, high school, and, you know, half of the team. And then the other half, you know, we, we've been playing together for probably about four or five years. So. Uh, we knew, you know, how good we were. And we also knew that everybody else did not know how good we were because we didn't have that big name. So, and that's kind of how the name came because we knew that we were going to be the underdogs in the tournament and that was okay with us. So, as far as once we got to the game, you know, 16C, 1C, all the hype was for UK. That's what we wanted, you know. Uh, we wanted to make some noise. And we knew we had a great chance to win that game. So, in our eyes, we were not the underdog. Uh, we expected to win that game. So, um, and we knew we was going to probably surprise them at the start because they didn't know who we were. Uh, and that's what we did. So, we surprised them, came out, you know, with a lot of intensity, hard defense, and uh, we got up pretty big on them and, they had to try to uh, fight and claw their way back uh, at the end of the game, which did not work out for them. So at the end of the day, you know, we knew uh, we expected to win that game. We knew everybody else did not expect us to win and, um, you know, end up working out in our favor. 
Absolutely. So, you know, you mentioned it was a UK alumni team, Kentucky alumni team. They had a bunch of pros, you know, for lack of a better explanation, you guys did not have a bunch of pros. Can you talk a little bit about the occupations that the players on your team had at the moment of TBT? Yeah. So at the moment of TBT that year, um, some of the occupations our players had, some of my teammates was, again, I was a grad assistant at the time for Murray State basketball. We had a couple of truck drivers. We had my brother, who's an insurance agent. Um, we had some high school coaches. So, you know, uh, some guys to work at the bank. So we had a little bit of everything, but no professional basketball players. It's it's really crazy and really remarkable. When you hear, you know, UNBC say, we're the first 16 seed to beat a one seed. What what do you think of that? Um, you know, I, I think it's it was only a matter of time, to be honest with you, uh, especially around, you know, these times when at the time, you know, it got to a point to where everybody wasn't just trying to jump to the big schools all the time or the big schools wasn't as good as they are are traditionally. So I kind of figured it was only a matter of time. You know, at some point it got to happen. And and, um, the UNBC team was a pretty good team. So. So when you hear friends or family or it gets brought up during March Madness, say, hey, UMBC is the first team to be a 16 seed, to be a one seed. Do you say, well, that's that's not actually entirely <laughs> true. Well, uh, I, I really don't think of it like that. Uh, you know, I do think of it as I do believe that we gave a lot of people confidence and hope. I, I believe that with the in the bottom of my heart, uh, because if you just see a 16 seed and a one seed, a lot of teams might already be defeated. All right. Uh, and you see the big names that's on the teams and everything. So, um, but I, so I do think that we made it believable and, and you start seeing it in the TBT tournament a little more as well. So definitely we saw it again, similarly with you guys when you were the first 15 seed to be uh, a two seed in TBT. I'm not sure exactly first in TBT, but you guys did it again, but this right. one was a little different because you, you beat house of pain in basically a road game because it was in Illinois. They had oh, some fans. Yeah. So yeah. talk, talk about that game a little bit. Man, that game was intense. It was it was live, like you said. It was really a road game. Like they had all their fans there, um, and and we were very hyped for that game because I'm gonna remind you a little bit of of before that is in 2020 during the COVID year. The year before that, we made it to the Sweet 16, and. Um, we were supposed to be in that 24 team bubble, but you know, I ended up catching COVID. The whole team got disqualified for it. And that's when House of Pain made their noise. So 
uh, we felt like we, we had a big chip on our shoulder. It was like, look, that all the noise and attention they are getting right now, we kind of felt like we were supposed to be getting. So we and we always have a chip on our shoulder anyway. That just made the chip a little bigger. And again, I don't know if House of Pain knew who we were, um, but we knew who we were. We knew uh, how good we are. We knew we wasn't a 15 seed. So anytime we get one of those, you know, really low, or I guess you can say high seeds, however you want to look at it, we feel a certain way about it. If we're not a one seed, we're going to feel a certain way about it. So, <laughs> Absolutely. It makes a ton of sense. So, you know, we probably should have started with this at the beginning, but I was so excited to talk about the 16 versus one upset. Can you talk a little bit about how Jackson, Tennessee underdogs was formed, where the guys come from? You know, I know rival high schools and stuff like right. that, but, but for the listeners out there, could you kind of bring it all together? Okay. So the underdogs, Jackson, Tennessee underdogs were formed pretty much, you know, uh, once we, once my core group got out of college, we started playing a lot of men's tournaments. So my core group was probably about six other guys, and we all went to the same high school. We won two state championships together. My senior year, we were ranked in the country uh, with kind of like the same situation as the underdogs. We didn't have any big names in my high school, and we were ranked, I think, we ended up 13th in the country. Uh, for my high school, and we played the national schedule my my senior year. Um, so we end up this. I mean, we we still best friends. So, and then some of the other guys we played against them, or we watched them play growing up. So once we got out of college, we started playing in tournaments for money, and for like five thousand dollars, ten thousand dollars, and we played some really good competition. NBA players, we always competed whether we won or lost. We won sometimes, we lost sometimes, but we always was right there in the game. Never got blew out by anybody or anything like that. So uh, we knew how good we were, um, but we also knew that every tournament we went to, we were the underdog. So... Uh, how we learned about the TBT tournament is um, an ad or a tweet from the, the basketball tournament. I think it was a million dollars at the time. And I kind of joked with my group of guys like, man, y'all want to play in this tournament. Didn't even think that they would take me serious. Uh, we didn't know how to get in the tournament or anything like that. And then they, everybody took me seriously. Like, yeah, we need to get in that tournament. So that's how that's how I started. That's awesome. Um, I, I would love to hear a little bit about the players on the team because you know I want to hear about your teammates, who you like playing with, but then just why why you guys are good, why it works, okay. why why non pros, your team of non pros can not only compete with Kentucky alumni pros but beat them. Right. Okay. So. I'll start with my high school teammates. So we have Anthony Sampson, who's 5'3". We have my twin brother, Antoine Long. He's about 5'11", 6 feet. We have uh, we have my other high school teammate, 6'6", Joshua Sane. 
uh, Terry's Johnson, 6'6". Six, six. Um, trying to think of Devon Jones played on that team at the time, but he was 6'6 six, six as well. So, so those were my high school teammates. And again, we all we were ranked in the nation my senior year. Uh, and then um, we played against Jeremy Weddle in high school. He went to a rival school in Jackson, Tennessee, Southside. We played against him, one of the best guys that came out of Jackson, Tennessee. Uh, Chris Cole, 6'4", just monster truck type of dude, but very skilled down low. So, And he played before us. So we watched him playing in high school growing up. So then I think we picked up one or two other people, but – uh, I, I hope I'm not leaving out anybody important. But uh, those were our kind of core guys that we played with before the TBT tournament. So uh, we already had great chemistry. So, uh, you know, uh, one thing about us is we think we're going to win on a defensive end every game. So as soon as you see us play, we telling everybody, get up full court. Little Anthony, he's a net, right? So if Anthony is picking him up at half court, then Anthony should not be in the game. We And that's how we hold each other accountable. We talk to each other like that. Like, if you can't pick him up full court, then you need to come out. And the fact that we can all talk to each other like that and hold each other accountable, but and we can take that type of talk as well, if somebody's coming at me like that, I think that's what makes us so good because we don't care. We have one goal. We're not trying to score 40 points uh, per, like one individual player or anything like that. We want to stop our opponents from scoring, and uh, we want to play hard. And that, those two goals, what three? Let's communicate, uh, defense, uh, the whole game, all you got, and then let's play harder than the other team. And I think those three things is a recipe for great success. I love it. Before before I let you go, if you could add one more thing, anything you want, you know, the world, let's say, to know about Jackson, Tennessee underdogs, the story, anything, what would it be? To be honest with you, uh, now that we have been in the – if, if I let me start that over. If I wanted the world to know one thing that they don't already know about the Jackson, Tennessee underdogs is yes, we've made noise, but we are not nowhere near done yet. We haven't won anything. We feel like we haven't won anything. We made some noise, but we're nowhere near done. And a championship and a big check will come to Jackson from a TBT tournament. I love it. Juwan Long, this has been great. Best of luck to you the rest of your year in your real person job. And then best of luck to you this summer again, hopefully in TBT. And we'll, we'll talk soon. I appreciate it. Hope you enjoyed those interviews with Anthony Sampson and Juwan Long from the Jackson, Tennessee underdogs. We'll see if they compete again this year. Hopefully they do. Hopefully they have another big-time upset, even though we all know they will not be ranked as low as they've been ranked before. 
They talked about it a little bit in the interviews, but they actually pulled off another upset, beating House of Pain as a 15 seed when House of Pain was a two seed. Interesting enough, that was also a road game because House of Pain was the host team that year. Very crazy stuff. The underdogs always have the underdog mentality, but as we've seen, underdogs no more. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Talk to you next week. Wave that tag.